We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back to Off the Carousel. Uh, today we welcome on uh, John Griffin III, the new head coach at Bucknell. Coach Griffin is a Bucknell alum uh, and, and recently spent time as the associate head coach at St. Joe's. So, Coach, uh, thanks for hopping on and congrats on the new gig. Yeah, Kevin, thanks for having me on. Excited to kind of share my story. So, I, I guess I'd start here. You, you've been at Bucknell for two NCAA tournaments as a player, two as a coach, one NCAA tournament games as a player. Like you, as much as anyone, understands what makes Bucknell a special place and a special program. Try can 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 you try to explain to us what Bucknell basketball is and why this place is unique? Yeah, of course. Uh, so as you just mentioned, I, I've had great fortune associated with the Bucknell basketball program. Being involved as a player in the NCAA tournament, we were played against some of the best basketball programs in the country and we happen to come out on the other side victorious so it really set us apart um, when I was a player at the time for small market lower tier level you know programs so we beat Kansas which <laughs> although there's been more upset upsets in the last 20 years than the NCAA tournament maybe has ever seen and the media coverage has completely shifted that was a monumental moment for this program, this league, this level of basketball, uh, because it kind of started this idea that there was a little bit more parity than um, college basketball had experienced to that point. So I'm a Philadelphia native and I'm widely recognized for wearing a, a little bit of my heart on my sleeve, chip on my shoulder, whatever cliche phrase we can attach to a level of intensity um, and competitiveness that is aligned with being a Philly native. Um, when I committed to Bucknell as a player, the first thing that stuck out to me was the facility. We have a beautiful facility. And I think it's actually been probably a facility that other mid-majors have used as an example. Uh, I think of Fairfield or Monmouth as two that come to mind. But we have a beautiful facility. It seats about 4,500. It's got a great electronical element, electronic element to it. And uh, it set the tone for me as to uh, what the program could be. You know, my perspective is the big five, 
St. Joe's, Villanova, Temple Penn, LaSalle, and obviously and now Drexel. But it my my perspective was like basketball is important. Is important. And the in our arena, Swicka Pavilion, sets that tone immediately. Um and then you know, you win a couple games and the the overarching theme of the program started to shift. And we became one of the better mid-major basketball programs in the country. And so now we had national recognition. By the time I graduated, Bucknell was, at least in the basketball community, was widely recognized as an NCAA tournament caliber program. Um, what's interesting about it our academic element is significantly stronger than our athletic part of campus. We are we are we are known nationally for being one of the strongest uh, universities academically in the country. It's a very challenging academic student life, and even to date, I mean, in the last five weeks, I've learned that that the student athletes, the players in the locker room. I mean, they have a very rigorous schedule. It's uh, very demanding. And they're doing quite a bit to exist successfully in both worlds. So on top of the fact that we were a smaller program in Lewisburg, Pennsylvania, um, which many would not even know where that is on the map and often gets confused with Lewiston, Pennsylvania, um, we had this academic element that become that became an important part of our story. And so now we have this, this NCAA caliber program, and now you have this uh, nationally known degree. You put it together, and it becomes one of the more intriguing situations um, as the NCAA tournament continues and continue to just become enormous. So... You know, that experience has taken me a lot of directions in my life, out of sport, playing basketball, in sport, as a coach. And then I came back here as an assistant, and the uh, the program still had the same personality. The expectations were get to the NCAA tournament. The community was involved. They were energetic. They wanted to see success. They wanted to see hard work. And the students were engaged. And it was an amazing college basketball environment. And so what we were able to do here is, again, uphold this expectation level and these standards that were that are still very unique for this level. And um, it's helped us create a brand. And we have a brand. In, this, in the world of college basketball. Now, most of the time it's, it's attached to Kansas, unfortunately, uh, for Kansas, because they've won multiple national championships since then, and we're still holding on to it. But um, I think there is a, a, a world here that can be an amazing experience for both the community and our locker room. And so, yeah, I mean, clearly you can feel my excitement. I'm hoping that you can – you can gather a little bit of, of why I'm so pumped up to be in this position. Uh, but uh, it means quite a bit to this community. It is uh, when we're rolling, it's something that's connected our alumni and our fan base across the country. And because of such a, of our strong 
academic element. I mean, we have alumni that are all over the world because they go in so many different realms. And uh, I'm just looking to reignite that that passion. And, and when I was a player, when I was a coach here, we would travel. We'd go to San Francisco. I mean, we're going to Cameron Indoor this upcoming year, and, and they'll probably give us 10 tickets. But um, I'm looking forward to seeing the sea of orange. I mean, that's what I'm used to. And uh, that's that's the energy that the staff and I will bring. So you were part of the team that beat Kansas. You were part of the team that I believe got an eight seed the next year, which is like one of those things that now you look at the the way things are seeded and you're like, wow, Bucknell got an eight seed at some point in time. Like, yeah, yeah. Crazy. And we were ranked in the top 25. My my sophomore year, Yeah, it's a story I tell right now in my recruiting pitch, trust me. But my sophomore year, towards the end of this of the Patriot League regular season, we were ranked 23rd in the nation. So Sports Center would come up and they'd hit all the Duke, ACC, Big East, all the top 35 teams. And then they would have a, a little glimpse from Patriot League TV of Bucknell at Lafayette. So, yeah, I mean, we, I've had a very unique experience. And, and it really is built around the, the players that we've had and the coaches that we've had. And so I'm going to make sure that I uh, – I alert our current locker room and the future student athletes and players here of the significance of those who came before them. Uh, but we we had really good players when I was here. We were big, we were athletic, we were talented. And a lot of those players went on to play professionally. Um, but it set the tone for the league. You can look at, look at the league now, and Holy Cross was really good then. Ralph Willard had a terrific team. They had multiple pros that made a lot of money. Uh, back then and um, it set the tone you know I think our league is fearless and always goes into the NCAA tournament with the attitude that they can win the game talking about your league and kind of where a higher academic program like Bucknell and the Patriot League sits generally right now there's limitations particularly in like the portal age of like what you can take obviously you you have you know patriot league schools do take some transfers but it's certainly not as prevalent and it's certainly not something you had the opportunity to do when you got to buck down like all right we're gonna turn the whole roster over take 10 kids from the portal and, and restart um what's your mindset around that and maybe both the benefits in terms of maybe longer term continuity but also the challenges at, at being at a place where academics are such a huge part of part of the process and impact what types of players you can recruit. Yeah. I mean, I certainly don't have the same first 30 days that many people do in my seat in today's world. Um, having the experience of taking over a program like we did at St. Joe's um, I've certainly felt the effects of having to reconstruct your roster. Uh, it's a very, challenging situation. I know a lot of, of, of coaches right now and their staffs are filtering through the portal as well as trying to decide whether they want to take a high school senior versus some level of experience uh, of a college basketball player. It's a really challenging algorithm to figure out. So as you just mentioned, the academic element here is very important to the overall, overall experience. And, you know, we, we don't have the same turnover. I committed here with a bigger picture in mind. My, my parents um, thought that this would be a lifelong commitment, that there would be a network attached to the degree, and that still holds 
uh, true. There's great value to the degree, depending on what direction you want to go in um, after you graduate or after you're done playing professionally. And um, and I, I'm completely in tune with that. So I haven't um, necessarily had the same challenge that I had four years ago when we started at St. Joe's. That being said, I still think that there are enough uh, transfer students that are high quality uh, uh, students and take their academic world very seriously. The process is just a little different here. And um, data is a big part of data and analytics. It's a, it's a buzzword, but it's a big part of how I live my life as a coach. And already I can tell you like our staff has, has gone through the last five years of Patriot league rosters and transfers are just not a big uh they're not a big option. They're not a, a big part of the rosters that are successful in the Patriot League. So we're still going to utilize that idea of a transfer portal when the fit makes sense, both sides, our side and the and the, the person that we're recruiting. But it's not something that we're going to heavily rely on, which in today's world, is unique. I'm. It's a little archaic to some extent because the transfer portal is the way of life for a lot of programs. Uh, so, so your dad was a, a Division One head coach at both Siena and at St. Joe's. Um, was this a situation where dad said you should be a coach too, or you saw him being coach? I want to be a coach, and your dad was like, "This is a terrible idea. What are you doing? Like, what? Yeah, like, yeah. Tell me the story here." More, more terrible idea. I think a lot of coaches uh, will, a lot of coaches' sons have gone through this phase in life where they entertain the idea of being a coach and their father's like, eh, stop sign, huge stop sign. And then quickly all of the fathers can alert or mothers, father or mothers can alert their children on the difficulties and the hurdles that are coming ahead. Um, now, the game has changed in, in a lot of ways since my father stopped coaching in 1985. And there are elements of coaching that just from observing that are really important to both me and my brother, uh, ultimately as a coach. And I know it's hard to filter through because of Twitter and all the way that the world is being perceived, but you're still a teacher. And, and like, regardless of who's in your roster, and regardless of how people feel about coaching in general and uh, being able to move from point A to point B at a, at a snap of a fingers, all the coaches that I've been around, including my father, are here to serve. That holds true. They would not spend as much time as they do with other people's children unless they felt in their heart that they were there to serve them, teach them, and help mentor them as they progress in life, whether it be nine months or four years. So that was a major element for me as I figured this out. However, he gave me a big stop sign. My father, he retired in 95 and he's been in a different uh, field of life since, um, but it, it was a natural evolution for me. My first job was video coordinator with the Indiana Pacers. And so I started in a different realm, which was actually incredibly impactful for me because I have this entrepreneurial way of life that often takes me in all these crazy directions. So that gave me enough to say, okay, this is something that I really enjoy. And it doesn't always have to be about whether the ball goes in the basket or 
you know, what the X's and O's are. I can, I can check the box, the entrepreneurial box in a couple of different ways. Our partner for today's episode is Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 during the college basketball season, and I loved the impact that it had on my energy levels. I'm a big coffee in the morning guy, but by the time that the afternoon would hit, I needed another boost. AG1 helped me tremendously, especially on those days when I didn't want to get up off the couch and go hit the gym. Their tagline is, AG1 is comprehensive health and the power of habit in one. And man, that could not be more true. It's nearly impossible to eat and drink in a healthy manner in the month of February and the month of March when you are in my business. And AG1 was exactly the supplement that I needed to improve my gut health and cover my nutritional bases for the day. I've continued that into April. I've continued that into May, and I'm going to continue that the rest of the summer. All I have to do is mix a scoop of AG1 with some water or maybe add it into a smoothie and I'm ready to go. Do it after lunch and you'll be ready to go for the rest of the day. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com backslash field68. That's field68, F-I-E-L-D, the number six, the number eight, and you can get yours now. So check it out and help support this show. Thanks. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What was the moment like when you told him you were going to be a head coach? Uh, it was very surreal. It was very surreal. Becoming a head coach in today's climate has become unbelievably competitive and I've gone through the process a few times um, and I've been on this search for timing fit and opportunity and he's been a, a huge um, resource for me uh, both you know when you have when my father was coach my mother like parents that are in this business you know, they see like all sides of it and so to get the opportunity to get the phone call was a relief, but very special. It was unbelievably special because, you know, I've been around really good coaches my entire life. And 95% of the coaches that I've been around have never gotten the opportunity of calling the timeout. That doesn't mean they're bad coaches. And so, like, there's a lot of emotions that were – being strung together in that moment, but you know, it was awesome. It was special. There was 
there was a you know a couple of tears. You know, us Philly guys can can get emotional about some special things, but it was cool, super cool. And and you also get the chance to hire your brother, who was most recently an assistant at, at FGCU. Yeah. Uh, was there like an interview process here, or was it like if I get a job, you're coming along? Well, and you know what, there was an interview process uh, because we had to do things right here at Bucknell, but we we are. We, my brother and I being around the game of basketball, we, we love to observe other people. And so like the Hurleys are great people to, to watch and Bobby and Danny coached together. And uh, we saw this recent video of, it must've been an ESPN 30 for 30 where they're both standing up and sitting down and arguing a call at the same time. Um, and we, we had some good conversations about, you know, like uh, making sure that there was healthy conversation and uh, while we work together, but he's he's three and a half years younger than I am. And he's already been a head coach. He was a head coach at Roman Catholic for five years. His best players was just named first team all rookie Jalen Duren with the Pistons. So his perspective is incredibly value for me. And if anybody knows my brother, he's incre- he's got an insane level of energy, which is aligned with mine. And having been a part of three different programs that have now taken over uh, you know, going into the first year, energy is critical. So a lot of it fit. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's gonna, yeah. Will we butt heads? I don't know. Probably yeah. not. Probably not. Cause ultimately I get to call the timeout. I was going to say, is it weird to be your brother's boss or is that a question really for him? Not, not yeah, it's for probably him. a question for him. Yeah. It's probably a question. He's done a nice job thus far. He's like running everything by me. And um, you know, I, I have a, I have a great staff. I have staff that is, has great connection of energy. Um, but, you know, Kevin, this is this is real talk here, non-cliche. I've worked for people that have given me great um, opportunities to dive into different, let's just say, realms of coaching, realms of being a, the responsibilities they've delegated to me. They've let me take it and run with it. And I'm going to take what I've learned from those coaches and most recently with Billy and make sure that I pass that on because it doesn't, you know, I was in this, their seat five weeks ago. What was the bigger, one of the, what were some of the bigger things you've learned from Billy, obviously having an NBA background and I think thinking about the game, probably in a unique way. Like what, what, what did you learn from working for him over the past four years at St. Jess? Yeah. So, I mean, this is for a longer conversation, but everything matters. Everything matters. And player development is critical to um, recruiting, retention, and winning. And your player development model has to be modernized, progressive, and as close to the NBA uh, model as possible. Billy's perspective is unique. He's the one that created the model with the 76ers. We installed it at St. Joe's players improved and um, I learned how to install I learned how to uh, modernize a program with with visuals and colors and energy and again like everything matters and so he's pushed me he pushed me in different directions he challenged the way I communicated with the players I installed defensive schemes I uh, installed um, scouting reports And then he also allowed me to, you know, honestly exist with these type of opportunities. 
fine tune the way that I communicate. And um, it, it was invaluable. It was an invaluable experience. All right. Last question for you. Um, yep. I, I saw you guys play last year at, at, at Loyola, Loyola St. Joe's. Yeah. Um, and you've talked a lot about how high energy you are, but uh, the thing I noticed was that you couldn't sit on your chair and just chill. Like you like squat in there and like, yeah. like kind of booted the chair out of the way at one point. Like, I guess how excited are you to be able to walk around on the sideline and burn some of that energy? Is that yeah. Energy? Well, I think you could, um, if you were to ask the guys that I work with at St. Joe's, Justin Scott, John Lenahan, and then Brendan Strawn, and now Thomas, like all these guys, they would be like, first of all, I'm, I'm disturbingly loud. <laughs> but uh, we we were a Lululemon-driven staff. Nike fit Lululemon, so it allowed me to get in a little bit more of a defensive stance. And what's ironic is I was not known as a uh, defensive, you know, individual one-on-one stopper so to say <laughs> so what cracks me up is these photos of me in a defensive stance but yeah I, I there is a level of intensity that that comes with with who I am um but I am excited to move around a little bit I don't think um as a head coach I will be in that type of stance um I won't be necessarily Brad Stevens in the national championship versus Duke uh but I'll have to find my balance because I don't want the players losing losing their minds as their head coach is running up and down the sidelines in a defensive stance. Well, uh, we're looking forward to seeing whatever uh, whatever stance has come out on the sideline uh, at yeah. Cameron Indoor this year. We got it. We got it. Yeah, we got to get you to Lewisburg on your way home. You got to make a stop. We'll get you all decked out in some orange and blue, and then you can then take this Lewisburg experience. Tweet about it. We'll get awesome photos, and we'll be rolling. Yeah, that's that. That's all we need. Uh, but Co- <laughs> Coach, Coach Griffin, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, congrats on the new gig, and uh, looking forward to seeing all the success you have. The headlines remind us daily. The world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com